in the dark. I can't. Well, you looking good, Stacy V. Mm-hmm. And she said thank you. Y'all see, she's so I modest. Gotta get ready, get on the treadmill, and get my workout. I know that's right. It's workout time, y'all. I'm gonna have to do one hour because I didn't do nothing right. Self care Sunday. I would love to go outside and walk in the street, but it's late now. Yeah, it's too dark. But y'all make sure y'all get y'all exercise in at least 30 minutes to an hour. Even if it's walking up the street, around the corner. If you got a hill close to your house, like I have a hill on the side of my house. So now what I'm about to start doing, I'm about to start walking up and down that hill. Me and Bay already talked about it. Walk up and down that hill, top and bottom. Work the muscles. And then, too, what I've been doing is running up and down the stairs in my building when I got to come in and out the house. Because, you know, this mask situation. You be going, <laughs> you be like, all right, yep, let me go outside. Do, 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 do. Then ran down the stairs like, shit, I ain't got no mask. Do, 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 do. Now I got to get my mask. Now here I come running back down again like, annoying as hell. Yeah, for sure. I just can't. Yes, that's just a little bit. Really took that shit down. I'm surprised you didn't know about it because I showed Jasmine that years ago. Never seen it. That's for sure. I remember what? when that happened. I was like in my early 20s. I said, yo. And then someone mentioned that city. I said, yo, I remember. I watched that episode. I remember That's that. right. It was Montel Williams. He used to come on in the afternoon. Right. And he had a full panel of white supremacists. Right. And that's what they, the topic of their show was like how, because he was trying to let them see how you know, how racism is really not good, but they, they figure that they're superior to us. Right. Because that's always the case. Right. You know, right. the white, the, the pure white Aryan brother yeah. person right. thinks that they're superior right. to they, they, all they race. They, 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 they because they're ideology. pure. Yeah. So let's talk about this because I saw a picture the other day and it was a black man, his white wife, and their mixed baby. And his shirt said, all white lives matter. Her shirt said, all black lives matter. And the baby's shirt said, all lives matter. Okay. How y'all feel about that? Well, that's true. I feel like they're just trying to express themselves in a way. Because because they cover... Everybody. The whole spectrum. Right. So it's like, they cover the whole spectrum. So it's like... They got a right to say that. Right. Because you know? they represent exactly what it is. Right. They, right. They're just right. trying to let you see that he respectfully allows her to wear her shirt to voice Black Lives Matter. She respectfully allows him to wear his shirt to say White Lives Matter. Right. And they both agree respectfully to let the baby wear the right. shirt that says All right. Lives right. Matter. So, yeah, I, I Sometimes when you see it like that, it's not the whole... See... The point is that we understand that all lives matter. And that's what a lot of people keep misunderstanding in this whole Black Lives Matter movement. Right. Right. See, see, tell the way way someone broke it down to Dr. Murphy. Right. So they're they're saying that. Right. So I work with the doctor. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm a nurse. So I've been working with this lady for five years. Mm -hmm. And one day we were having casual conversation. And she said, you know, sometimes I really don't get it about this Black Lives Matter. And, and I was like, well, Dr. Murphy, it's hard for you to understand until you live in this skin. So right. I live in this skin, so I understand. She said, but you know, one of my doctor colleagues said something to me one day, and it made me understand better, so now I get it. And I was like, so what was that? She said, 
She said to me, imagine you're at a breast cancer function. Mm -hmm. It's a function for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're talking about breast cancer awareness and what we need to do to find treatments for breast cancer. And someone stands up in the crowd and says, colon cancer matters. Right. She said, oh my goodness. As a doctor, she understands how inappropriate it would be to say colon cancer matters at a breast cancer function with all these breast cancer survivors here, women who has fought this battle. Right. right. So right. like, that's what, what about me? So what we're right. trying, what she's saying now, when, when the doctor explained that to her, that right. she said, oh my goodness, now I could see. Yeah. Black people understand that all lives matter, but for so long, if you lived in the black skin, You've never felt that your life matters. So right. now, you're, now you're rallying for that. Mm -hmm. She says, Stacey, I try to tell my kids that, you know, there is this thing called white privilege. Right. Because they don't really see it. I say, yeah, you guys you will never see it, see it because, because you're, you're the recipient. Right, you live if it. you're the recipient of it you and you live it, it it's your everyday norm. Right. If I'm the recipient of racism, bias, inability to move forward, oppression, holding me down... I'm never being given a chance. Like you, like the young lady said in that video, we were never given a chance to play a fair game. Mm -hmm. You started the game, you're four, four years, years 400 years. years ahead of me. Right. Now I'm trying to get in the game. I can't get a fair hand. Right. So, so why it's are you mad at me for shooting a three from half court? I'm blessed. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But you would never know that because you don't pay me no attention. It's like being the middle child in the family. Right. Exactly right, right there. Right, the same thing. Like, like, like do you child. even see me? You're what right. the fuck child. is going on? Oh, you don't see me? Okay, I'm, I'm about to start child. doing mad shit so you see me. I'm right. a stepchild. Here, right. You know what I mean? I'm right. a stepchild. That's exactly. That's I'm exactly how child. that is. Right, it's a stepchild's mentality. Mm -hmm. Right, it's been... Right, perfect. Right, it's and it, it, it's crazy because everybody has to understand that they own perspective, right? Like me, perfect example, right? Everybody, all lives matter, black lives matter, right? And then the mommies who babies don't make it, you know what I'm saying? Everybody forget, and they're not as sensitive to that mommy's feelings. You understand what I'm saying? But that mommy right. don't realize she matters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, at the end of the day, you a mommy. Right. Yeah. You pushed the baby out your canal. Right. You a mommy. Right. Your child just didn't make it. Right. You're not invisible. Yeah. You are included. Right. Like around um, Mother's Day time or whatever, when we was talking about Mother's Day and everything, and we were saying, you know, we wanted to do something for the mommies. I was saying I wanted to do a program called Mommies Like Me. Right. You know, because you always feel like the odd one out. Right. And it's painful. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it took for me to like go through this process again with a friend to realize how important it was to remind her that she matters so I can remind myself that I matter. Right. So I get it. And it's the same thing with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Right. So That's when exactly I saw the right. picture, right? When I saw the picture personally, because I understood what their, their motive was, because I think on two different sides of the spectrum. Right. And I feel like with a lot of people, we got to learn how to tap in and think on two different sides of the spectrum because we're doing ourselves a disservice. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step in doing black people a service. Right. Right. So for me now, I see it. I'm like, mm, this one is a little touchy for me because black lives matter. 
needs to be the main focus. We understand you have a mixed family and we want you to be happy in your happiness and in your love with your mixed family. But I need Black Lives Matter to be the main focus because we've never mattered at all. And, and to this day, if you go to the Constitution, it still shows you we never matter. We're only a portion. Only a portion. Only a portion when in all actuality, all of this was ours. And the Constitution was amended over 50 times. And it still hasn't amended that. That's why I'm like, it was amended over 50 times. But it's still like, you know. Even having history as a major in school, they didn't teach me shit. And I'm no. saying that right now. Right. Not even just about myself. They didn't teach me shit. You know history? Because American history is not American history. It's foreign. The only reason right. I passed, the only reason I passed history was because I had to. I was <laughs> a ninth, I'm jumping to dead serious. Ninth grade, I never did homework. I never did nothing. My senior, I was a, I was a senior. I was in my senior year. And the teacher, I had a black teacher, Miss Jackson. She was like, you got to pass history in order to graduate. Mm-hmm. History is one of those, is, is a recommended class. It's and right, right, it's a requirement. And I was like, but it's bullshit. I didn't have black history or a black history professor right. until college. But, and I'm but, grateful because but, I didn't even go to but, a historically black college to have Right, it. but see, this is what Miss Jackson told me. And she was like, she was like, Tim, listen to me. And she was a black lady. I'm not saying you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, learn their history. That's what they want. She said, you smart guy. I'm not saying you're wrong. But she was like, Learn their history right. too. Go, yeah, learn their history. Then you can turn it on them. Mm-hmm. You, learn, you know real history and you know their history. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when, when you know both the stories, they got nothing for you. Right. They got nothing for you. The greatest debate is about right. information that right. you know. Right. They, they, they Can't nobody tell you what you know. You can talk to me all day. If right. it's something that I know and I'm confident in the fact that, no, I know this shit. I know I studied this shit. Right. I know I did this shit a million times. Like, it ain't nothing you can tell me about what but, I know. So I keep mean, on. Go ahead. Keep I, on. Because I remember my boy Vincent. When Vincent, he said when he goes, you know, Vincent went to Catholic school up north. My boy Vincent. You met Vincent, babe. Now Vincent, now he graduated down in like in um in South Carolina, and he was in school, and he was in history class, and the teacher was talking about like presidents on the money, whatever. Vincent was like, um, Andrew Jackson's never a president, and you know, so all they say, there's not all there's presidents on the on on the money. Right. Andrew Jackson's never a president. He right. was a treasurer. He got killed in a duel. Right. Look it up. Right. And he said the teacher was like looking at him like, Vincent was like, look it up. <laughs> you a history teacher, you don't know this? No, they don't. And you know what I'm saying? You a history teacher. Listen. You don't know this. When so my professor, um, his name was Aubrey Bonet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Mr. Bonet. But that man could talk about himself, right? Mm-hmm. And my attention span is like, oh squirrel. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know about that. So, oh, look, a bird. So he used to lose me and I used to catch him back because I was so interested. And so intrigued. Right. And then one day, finally in class, I'm just like, Professor Bonet. He was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I really do enjoy listening to you talk about yourself. It's amazing. You know, I'm so grateful to know a black man who has accomplished so much. Right. But this is my first time ever having an African-American history course. And I want to learn everything. Right. You know, like we did Marcus Garvey. And yes, I went to Edward Williams Elementary School. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I went to Franco Middle School. Yes, I went to Mount Vernon High School. You know? 
I never learned about Marcus Garvey in detail. Never. I knew who he was. I saw his picture, but I never knew in detail what it was. If I'm not of Caribbean descent, because I'm not, well, you know what I mean. You know, I was born in America. If I don't have that, right? I don't know of any right. importance of him right. at all. And these children are learning about him when they come out the womb. Right. And see, right. Oh, no, you won't know and about see, him. And see, I said the same thing. Because I was like, oh, yeah, you teach us about Martin Luther King because he was a docile. He was a docile Negro. Right. He was a docile. Oh, you ain't going to tell us about Nat Turner. Right. Right. No, right. you ain't going to tell us about no. Nat Turner. No. You're not, you're not going to tell us nothing that's going to cause us to do no right. revolution. Right. right. You're not, not going to tell us about Nat Turner. Nope. You're you not going to tell me about El Hodge, Malik El Shabazz. You're going to tell us about Harriet. No, you're going to tell us about Harriet. Yeah, yeah, right. But you're only telling us about Harriet because you can't believe that shit yourself. Right, right. That's why you're telling us about Harriet. It's not even, it don't have right. nothing to do with us. Right. Right. you telling us about Harriet because you can't believe that this one woman right. on a wing and a prayer from God right. did all of this. Right. Cause I tell you one thing about white people they when they, they get excited they about a demons. nigga they yeah. like ooh that nigga there is excited she excited the hell out of them right especially cause she was a black woman right they're like oh she's remarkable you know this that another like oh this black but woman but that mean <laughs> right. shit but shit but how but how many of y'all fucking slave masters did Nat Turner have running scared <laughs> Nat right. Turner and his rebels coming up on you know like coming up on their plantations wiping out them you can appreciate you, know, like you can appreciate. Um, in spirit, the awakening that happened with Nat Turner to even create that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because imagine just going from place to place to place, talking about this over and over and over. And because your faith is so strong, it's contradicting, you know what I'm saying, what is actually right. really happening. Right. It's itching you and it's itching you and it's burning and it's itching. So that, that was Nat Turner. Turner said, shit, don't we want to be free? You got to get rid of all these motherfuckers. Let's, mm-hmm. let's get them. Right, they were like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because now, like, even getting older, I'm seeing so much more. And today, my aunt sends a picture of an uncle that I've never seen his picture before, right? And it's just, like, exciting. It's more African-American history to learn. That's Every time I see a new face of a new black person that I've right. never seen before, I want to learn more. Right. And that's it's such an exciting time, even though it's such a horrible circumstance. Right. And then it was so funny. And then the white guilt is funny because I remember when I had Dennis. Dennis rode with me. You know, my he's my service man. He rode with me one time, and then I was like, I was talking to God, whatever. And you know, he's at the stop with him. Now he's not a doorman, but he watches the door. He's secure. You know, like. He, he fills in for security. He's actually maintenance for the building. He sees, you know, fills in for security just to watch who's coming in and out of the building. Gotcha. They're not doormen. Right. The door got pushed buttons on it. The door, you know, he pushed the button open on the mattress. Right. He said a white woman came to the door and he was standing there. He was waiting for the door. He was standing man. in the podium and he was looking at him and he was like, I'm looking back at her. And she was like, open the door and he was like, pointing at the wall, push the button. Right. And then, you know, so she pushed the button. She, <laughs> Like, she was disgusted. I mean, you were saying that you weren't doing nothing. He was like, excuse me, you don't know what I'm doing. Right. You don't know what my job title is. When in all actuality, right, he right, should have said, right, it don't matter what I'm doing. That right, don't got nothing to do right. with you. Because things say push the button. But listen. <laughs> but listen. She was like, but you saying what I'm doing. And he said, you have no idea what I'm doing. She was like, but, you know, you could open the door. He was like, well, 
let me tell you something. Open the door is a privilege. Right. And that's a privilege you will never get from me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> right. And you know, and then she was like, ah. And she just went on about his business, whatever, right? So Dennis, you know, he was telling me this. And Dennis, you know, Dennis is a white guy. Dennis was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Dennis was apologizing to him. That right. White guilt, you know. Was right. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe. Really? He was like, I'm not the I'm not That the white dude, guilt is strong. But that, oh, my God, really is starting to piss me off. Right. Oh like, God. it's always pissed me off. But now it's, like, really starting to piss me off. Like, yeah, really, you know, really. Stop playing by punching him. But face. that's the thing You about already it. know. But that's the thing about it. They don't really, they don't, they don't, they really don't, they really don't, they really don't know. They really don't because they don't it's the privilege. They it's the privilege. Right. They were they was born with it and stuff. And a so, lot of times they're not exposed to us. That's true. You understand me? Yeah. A lot of times everything is these, but they 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 know they raised family. up in like a town like right. places like Mail Pack and all these other places up here. With same Their people. schools are predominantly white kids. There's probably one or two Hispanics in the class or in the school right. because they moved in the area. But not a, a lot of black people. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Because guess what happens when the when the black people make it up to live in those places, they go to the private school. That's true. And they spend the money in the private school. That is true. Not all of the, you know, the Caucasians, the ones who are doctors and lawyers and whatnot, they didn't the all yeah, live true. in a in a. They they were not all raised in a situation where they could go to private school, so they went to the public schools so that, in that, those areas, right? And those are the black people, right? Understand understand so they, and that's how they learn. That's how they learn just a little bit, because in some cases, some of the blacks save the last dance. Right. There you go. Hello. And one and two, you know, one and two places. Right. Like how Carrie Washington told us, she was like, "Yeah, they, that's what they teach you, but they teach us different." Right. Like Carrie Washington told us, she was like, "But you know, she was like, yeah, that's what they teach you. They so, teach us different." Separate but equal. Right. But my right. whole thing is, it's not only just that, it's also that systematic racism. And this is what I just was getting ready to say. We, I have a four-year-old daughter, and I'm black. And when Beyonce's song Black Parade came out, I was walking with Kendra, and I was singing with her. And um, the part, you know, in the part where she was singing, you know, she was like, because we're black or whatever. And I was like, yes, baby, black excellence after I sung that part. And I was like, we are black excellence. You and I are examples of black excellence. And she was like, no, mommy, I'm not black. I'm orange. And I was like, no, baby, you're not orange. You're black. She was like, no, because black people are bad. And oh, I was wow. like, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I was like, like where you get that from? That's what I said. I'm like, where, where you look, get look, that though. from? Who told you that? Yeah. And she was like, the news. Now, this is the news that my grandmother watched day in and day out. And right. I'm always telling her, like, stop watching that stuff. You know, and um, she was like, you know, the news. And I'm like, well, baby, it doesn't matter if you're black, if you're white, if you're Hispanic. It doesn't matter what nationality See? you are it's people who are bad it's not the race you know and although your skin is brown you are considered black on paper right you understand what i'm saying and i said there's black people that are very kind and you know they are nice people and they yeah, yeah so you know there's all different it, being black doesn't define the individual that you are. You know what I'm saying? You are the person who defines who who you are. And I just pretty much had to explain to her, you know, it's okay to say that you're black and be proud of that. 
you know, regardless of what the news is saying, because unfortunately, our news doesn't show a lot of the great things that black people do. And this right. is the regular it's more news. So just the negative, all negative. If you're not watching TV One, what's going on? There's literally nothing positive. Right. right. If you're not watching TV One, <laughs> I don't like watching the news. My damn self. Right. And that's 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 a prime example of um, what is it? Systematic racism. Yes, I couldn't think of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. right, systematic racism. That's a prime example. Mm-hmm. And now, and I was explaining right. to somebody else. Now, if she's four and she's black, and she wants to disassociate herself from being black because of what she see on the news, imagine a four-year-old white child who's white. Right. You understand what I'm and saying? And what they see now, on the news. Now they only see white people. Now they go to school and they introduce to black people. They don't mm-hmm. know what to... They automatically think they're going to cause them some sort of harm. That's why sometimes you see white yeah. children, they be looking scared and crazy at you because probably their family watched the news too. But you know what, though? With, with children, the innocence, you could tell what white children grew up in, what, high, what no, white ha- what houses. For us, okay. it's a little hard, you know what I'm saying? Because we pretty much loving people. We say... We speak to everybody, you know what I'm saying? But a white family... Right. And you, I love me some kids. I talk to every kid I ever see. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, baby. What's your name? You know, all of that. So you could tell which white babies are comfortable around black people and which white babies are not. And it can make you uncomfortable. And you know that you have great intentions towards even speaking to this child. But you know what, though? It, it might not even, like, now seeing that, aspect of it from mm-hmm. my daughter being four and just watching the news and, and formulating her own opinion on right. based off of what she's seeing. If you are a white person and you're raised in a household where they watch the news and stuff and they may not necessarily be per se racist like and out there being racist but they may just watch the news all the time. Right. So the systematic racism aspect it makes it okay. Right. It's programming these people so now when they come encounter with us they already have the wrong idea because of what they see on social media. And you know what that's called? And what they see on like these reality TV. And you know what's worse that? Prejudice. Yeah, it's yep. serious. You already got your prejudice. Right. You, you already prejudged. Right. You done prejudged me. Right. You're prejudice. Yeah, because that's just like when I was out at the park with my daughter, I was over there across the street from where I worked at mm-hmm. in Saxon Woods and at, at that park. Mm-hmm. And I'm over there with my daughter, Crystal. No. Yep. Where you, where you when we was in the park, yeah, I was on the swing. Was there with me, right. She was on the swing. Kendra was on the swing. And I went to go get Icy's. No, Crystal was, she actually was on the bench. I went to go get Icy's. Right. Kendra was on the swing. Right, that's and what it was. somebody next to her swinging had an Icy. And Chris, um, Kendra wanted an Icy too. So the lady and her daughter, who I don't know their nationality, but she looked white. She was pushing her daughter. And Kendra was on the swing next to her. And Kendra was swinging. And Kendra was like, oh, mommy, can I have an Icy? So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get you an Icy. So I go and get Kendra Icy, and when I go get her Icy, Kendra um, swing stopped swinging, right? And Crystal was on the phone, you understand? Like she was doing something, she was on the phone. So she she was watching Kendra, but she wasn't really paying attention because she was doing something on the phone. So I'm walking back, and Kendra's swing stopped, and the lady, she's still pushing her daughter, right? right? So when I came up with the Icy, 
jokingly, not meaning no harm, jokingly, I approached her and I had a smile on my face and everything. I was like, oh man, you could have gave right. the baby a little push. You didn't have to let her swing stop. Spicy, Just like automatically that. she started going Just in. like that. And I had a smile on my face. I wasn't being quote-unquote aggressive. I didn't have an attitude or At anything. All. You know? So the first thing she says is, okay. why? So you could get all in my face and have a problem with me pushing your daughter on the swing? I said, Liz, do you know me? Right. I had to ask her just like that. I said, do you know me? She was like, do you know me? I'm like, no, I'm not asking you like that. I'm asking you in a sense like, have we met before? Do you know me? You understand what I'm saying? So she's like, no, but do you know me? Do I said, I don't. I said, but right now, you just automatically assume that I would have a problem with you giving my daughter a push. I said, we are in a park. You are an adult. I am an adult. We have to teach our children how to play amongst each other in the real world, in the park. And that's where it starts, at the playground. Why would I have a problem with you giving my daughter a push and you seen I went to go get her icy because your daughter had an icy? Right. You understand what I'm saying? I was then like, now other people I said, in the now park if, are like, if it was vice versa, and I was pushing Kendra, and you went to go get your daughter icy, I wouldn't sit over here after she just said, "Oh, mommy, I want an icy because she have an icy." I'm not gonna sit over here and let her swing stop mm -hmm. because you went to go get her icy. I'm gonna give her a little push, right. so she should keep, she could keep having fun at the park. Because I'm pretty sure, being that she want to icy like she have icy, she want to swing like she's swinging. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I was like, why would I be upset with you for doing something like that? You automatically prejudge me. I said, that's why I asked you, do you know me? Right, and I'm sitting right because there. Because you don't know me. And so, Crystal like, I wouldn't even allow her to get upset about right. some shit like so that. So, Crystal like, Crystal like, Jazz, don't even, she like, don't even try to like, you know, I was like, no, but it's just so annoying to me. So, the lady walks off. And her same child finishes her icy. And I took the icy paper when I took Kendra's icy paper and I threw both of them in the trash. Because at the end of the day, children don't see color unless you make them see color. Right. I'm not going to sit here and let your ignorance teach your child how to be ignorant. I'm going right. to teach her how to be the bigger person. And right. she's a child at the end of the day. And that's what I was explaining to her. I'm like, yo, she's a... No, the, actually, it wasn't her Jasmine, child. Jasmine, you got edge control? No, I don't. It wasn't her child who, um, paper, icy paper, um, I threw away. It was another guy who had his daughter just over there swinging, and she had an icy. Turn his light on. But the lady left. But I'm just saying, like, and then when I took his, her paper, you know what I'm saying, he came over, he was like, thank you. And then other white people started approaching us, like, you know, making random conversation. Because I guess I must have made a valid point to everyone in there, because I'm like, you know, you don't have to sit here and prejudge me. You know, I didn't come to you like on some attacking or being aggressive, aggressive to you. I didn't have no type of right. aggression. I actually had a smile on my face and my voice was lighter. You know, I'm smiling about it, laughing and joking. I don't know what's going on with you, but somebody mother already punched in her face. You don't have to be so she's automatically assuming. You know what I'm now, saying? That's I what even, I was thinking at that moment. I don't even think she it was automatically that. assumed she was crazy. Like I said, I feel like it's that okay. news. It's the freaking the um that reality TV stuff. People really honestly think Ain't nothing on my that dress, people I know run around here and they act like that all the time. Don't get me wrong. I can oh, be ratchet, yes. But don't 
I have a professional side. I have my Jasmine Bengal yeah. side, yeah, and I have a. Remember don't fuck with me, cause I will chew you up. That's stuff Jasmine had put on Kendra's hair. I have one of my stops. I go in, you know. Yeah. I go in the elevator. What did you do with the um? I go in the building. I go to the eighth floor. The stuff you put on Kendra's hair that you got on my. And there's and there's two elevators, right? The can too. And there's like you know like. Sorry, y'all. So this is the thing, right? I don't do I don't give a fuck about structure no more, period. So, we doing everything right now. We done had Sunday dinner, conversation, listening to music. I'm braiding hair, you know. So, just sit there and enjoy. Ain't nobody ask y'all say nothing, okay? We gonna play some music for y'all the last 10 minutes. Y'all get all the songs, playlists for the day. You can download it. Um, go to SoundCloud, listen to the show. Make sure that you like, follow, subscribe. <laughs> this ain't YouTube. But just make sure y'all do it, okay? Just make sure that y'all do it. It's going to be more all the time. It's always going to be spontaneous. It's always going to be random. Because this is how we vibe podcast. It's supposed to be about how we vibe. And I was trying to be politically correct. So I'm not doing it no more. Got it? Cool. Go ahead, Tim. And this is the perfect song too. <laughs> we gonna keep it old school this Sunday, y'all. Yank the white wall, baby. Yes, just that. Keeping it G with Stacy B playlist. Hello. Oh. It's that yeah. 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 Yeah.
There's so many hands to be Probably let my friend hit me Unless you pull out the fat crispy Five dollar bill from the real before was history The booze be having a vacuum lungs And if you let them in the free, you well a dumb, dumb, dumb I come to school with a tailor on my earlobe Avoiding all the flick teasers, skeezers, and weirdos That be going off the land like where the bomb at Give me two bucks, you take a profit, pass my bomb back Suck up the dirt like a Slurpee, the serious Mom will make a nigga go delirious like Andy Murphy I got more warm taste than Maggie Cause homie snagged me to take the dirt out of the bag Talk about going to look something and can't find it. <laughs> uh, how you gonna look for the grabber? Came back with no grabber. Turn around and grab on the floor, Jazz. Okay, so let's talk about. Since you wanna talk about me, since you wanna talk about. Yeah, let's talk about having messing with that endo weed. What has happened when you messing with that endo weed? Wow, I got five. <laughs> I'm gonna keep y'all in the vibe right now. Yeah. Uh, What's next? Cool. No, but when you got five, one and you get two pools. This ain't the night. <laughs> okay. No, this when this song came out, you could do a whole lot with ten dollars. Right. You could put a half a right. tank in gas in. Right. Or at least. It's funny, my cousin asked me the other day. He was like, Chad, you know somebody I could get a five from? I said, a five five? Right, a five He was like, you think they'll work with me for 25? I'm like, no, he's not like that nigga at the, um, on that movie. Remember, he was like, what uh, I could get? How much is one, one red? red. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm going to get you stuck. <laughs> one red? Yeah, I'm going to get you stuck in. Definitely yeah, a favorite. Right. Put port in my hand. Right. Yeah, port in my hand. In my so. hand. Right. And then the thing that killed me was when he took out the water money to right. pay for the one red. Right. And they was so forget the hell out of this. They was not playing with right. Like, you done wasted my time too long now. That's how I be feeling when people be coming and going to the restaurant. But you know what? And they be asking me all these dumb ass questions at the, uh, the funny thing is, um, remember when I was talking about that conversation about um, systematic racism? Mm -hmm. The person who I was having a conversation with who, who feels like it does exist, but it's just used as an excuse. Mm -hmm. They were also saying like, you know, in business, whenever they deal with black people, they always try to get the short. But when, you know, white people pay their money in full, Spanish people pay, you know, for his services, they'll pay up. 
for whatever it is. But white, white people should pay me in full. But black people always want to deal. So what's your thoughts on that? That's a good topic. That we always want to deal because we only get one to ten. Right. We don't get the whole ten dollars like the rest of them. Right. And for every ten dollars they get, I get a dollar. Right. So goddammit, I need a break. Right. How, how I'm supposed to survive if I got to pay full price? That's I don't get paid full price. That's right. Pay me equal and then I pay my debt. Right. Otherwise, give me a break because I'm already short. Right. Hello? You better keep it You know what I'm saying? What's up? That's my point. You had Mr. B get up and go get some. But that's that's exactly what I was trying to explain to him. And it goes back to what you were saying about, you know, people being 400 years ahead. There you go. You always said, I was explaining to him, my argument was like, well, here's where the systematic racism comes in at. I said, you can have me who goes to the same school as this same white young lady. We have the same degrees, have done everything the same. But I guarantee you, in her household, for that same position that we hold, she's making at least over ten thousand more than me. Or here. twenty. Or more. That's right. what I'm saying. Over at least ten. At least. But it could be anywhere, you know, above me. And I was like, how fair is that? That's not fair. Right. That's not fair. And, at all. and the next thing is this. It's the same situation, okay? Okay, so the Hispanics pay full, right? So what you think? The Hispanics, yeah. The Hispanics get better as well because guess what? They come to this country and then everything is given to them easily. Yeah, right. So if they need if they need a home. But, and this is what I was saying. So I was watching a video about the Moors the other day. And the reason why, because all this whole time for me personally, I'm always like, yo, why the fuck I gotta learn Spanish? You know what I'm saying? I live in America. You know what I'm saying? I was one of those people. Because it's frustrating. Like, what the fuck you mean? I can't make $22 an hour, but this bitch can make $22 an hour she can speak a foreign language. And this is fucking America. That shit used to irritate me. Right. But really and truly, Americans fucking foreign. Right. Nobody here is American. Right. That's why it's that easy. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's but not annoying. only that, but that's why they feel like they need to put a package in place for us. Because when people come from out of country to America, mm-hmm. they get breaks on everything. Right. They get tax breaks. Yeah. Right. They get years. breaks on getting a yep. house. Yep. They get, they get um, everything. They, they get, get breaks grants. on school. Yep. We've never been given anything. Right. Period. Everything's and been made hard for us. And, then, and that right there. And 45 is the reason why every one of these white motherfuckers is gonna pay me in full. And you don't get no fucking break. Period. That's how I feel. And that's just what it's gonna be. Because that's just what it is. I still ain't even. We still get paid for no fucking reparations, but I gotta give you a break. I've been giving you a break for 400 years. Kiss my ass. I'm still giving you a break right now. Said, no, give me all my money And my people crush. will get a break Because we me. don't need to what struggle What you did to the cold crush That's what Jay-Z said it We song. don't You're overpaying me for what you did to the cold crush Right Like no, I'm not That's right. how I feel right. Give me all my money, every dime exactly. Oh, it came out to 3801 Don't give me 38, bitch Give me my fucking copper penny Thank you Every penny God bless Kobe Bryant. That's why he told the Lakers. When they was like, well, you're not going to take a, a pay cut so we can get some players around you? Kobe like, that's not my problem. At all. That's your problem. My money is my money. <laughs> that's not my problem. You know, you forgot to get players. I'm not taking Yo, a pay cut. So all of these grants and stuff that been popping up on Facebook, the Small Business Association loans and all of that stuff, 
I never knew nothing about all of that shit. You know how many businesses I would have been had if I had an idea? And they getting this free money to do all of this free shit and they got the money? And I'm still sitting there trying to figure out how to raise the money for my dream? That's fucked up. So you can't pay me nothing more you know than what, what that fucking price tag said. Not go to the sorry. principal, go to God's counselor, and tell her you want to see the book of scholarships. So they say the book scholarship say no, I want to see the one the white kids see. Right. There's all type of crazy scholarships out there. No, I know. Like there, there's like Listen. there was like there was a scholarship for like for people who play instruments, left-handed instruments. No, players. but you know what else I found out too? That helps them keep the wealth in that family. The craziness is they use life insurance policies. Mm-hmm. I didn't right. know that. I'm just learning that. But life insurance, life insurance policies can be used to create generational wealth. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because right now, Kendra is four years old. So if I purchase 